0: Heather McDonald has got the Juicy Scoop.
1: When you're on the road, when you're on the go, Juicy Scoop is the show to know. She talks Hollywood tales, her real-life Mr. Segment Serial Data and Serial Sister. You'll be addicted and addicted fast to the number one tabloid real-life podcast. Listen in, listen up. Woo-woo. Heather McDonald, Juicy Scoop.
0: Hello, and welcome to Juicy Scoop. Well, I think I have the king of (laughs) Juicy Scoop. I have Steve Wilkos here. You know him from his show starting your 17th season. And I just know you as you have that you were originally the bodyguard for Jerry Springer back in the 90s. Yeah. And then got your own show. Welcome to Juicy Scoop. Oh, thanks for having me. I have I was a fan. I've been a fan of Juicy Scoops from the <laughs> beginning. And I feel like those shows where people were just telling it all and you couldn't believe it yeah. was really what has started, you know, what I'm into a lot now, which is like the Housewives and right. stuff. It all started from that. But welcome. Thank you for coming.
1: Yeah. I love coming out to L.A., so it doesn't take much to get me out here.
0: Where do you guys film the show?
1: Uh, Stanford, Connecticut. Oh cool. Yeah.
0: And your wife is here, yeah. Rochelle, and she is the EP of your show. You guys have been married 27 years.
1: Oh, we've been married 23 years, been 23. together 26 years.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> okay, we well, met you- on Springer and she was a young producer and I was security, Oh, really? She uh I remember the first time I ever saw her, she walked down stage, she was briefing the guests, and I was like, man, oof.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is so cute. Okay, so wait, had you you hadn't been married before?
1: Yeah, I was married before. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: So you were divorced. And now let's get to, into your story because like, um, I did not know until I read your bio, that. Yeah. Um, but then it sounded familiar that you were origi- first a Marine, but you're yeah. always
1: a Marine. Yeah, I grew up in Chicago and uh, my dad was a military guy. He was a paratrooper in Korean War and he was a Chicago cop and I wanted to be just like my dad. So after high school, I went into the Marines. I got out. I became a Chicago police officer and uh, was going to do that for 30 years, get a pension just like my dad and retire and- I'd be retired right now if I would stay with that program. But, uh, so my buddy said one day, this was 1994 said, Hey, uh, we need another guy for, uh, the side job. Do you want to work? And I said, what is it? He goes, Jerry Springer show. I didn't even know who Jerry Springer was. Never heard of the guy. I said, yeah, you know, paid good. And, uh, I went there for one day. It was supposed to be for one day. I didn't think I'd ever be back. And, You know, they liked me, and they kept calling me back, and then the guy who was kind of running security for the show got fired. I happened to be standing right there when he got fired, and they said, looked at me, and they said, hey, you want to run security here? And I said, yeah. And... (laughs) And then my role kept growing on the show, you know. Like
0: and so, then were you no longer a police officer? No, that... I still
1: I stayed police officer. So I started on Springer ninety four, and I didn't leave the police department until two thousand one. So you're
0: like, really milking it out. I, you're well, getting all those paychecks. Well, I wouldn't
1: say milking it. out. I was working my ass off. <laughs> no, I know what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying. Like oh yeah, keeping
0: like, keeping because so that's what of like, What's gonna end? I better like make the money while I can make the money. Right. Kind of but it was funny.
1: I was making, you know, at the time I was making like forty five thousand dollars as a cop. And my first contract on Springer was like 75, and then the second one was like 150. So I back then, there was no direct deposit for the police. So like you had to go into the station right. to get your paycheck. Well, there'd be like months go by that I didn't even pick up my paycheck because I was like, you know, I'm making a lot of money on Springer. And the sergeant would be like, look, I'll just pick up your checks. You got like four in here, you know? So then I'd eventually pick them up.
0: Um, well, first of all, I just want to think my dad – Rest in peace was a Marine as well. Oh. Once a Marine, Super always fun. Marine. That's right. My audience hates hearing my stories over again, but I don't want to share that with you. We had the doorbell of the Marine Corps. Oh. Him. I don't uh, know if you know you can yeah, do that. But yeah. Kind of fun. <laughs> um anyway. Uh so I I love that. And then I love so so when you became when you started to get on the show and be featured and everything, but you were still an officer, were people recognizing you? Oh yeah.
1: It was it was pretty crazy because I mean we would go calls where people were beating hell out of each other and they're bleeding and whatever and then i'd walk in they're like everybody would stop and they're like <laughs> what are you doing here i'm like you call the police they're like yeah but what you're steve and jerry spring and i'm like yeah but i'm a policeman <laughs> you know so i kind of made my job pretty easy because i would even stop guys like gang bangers and i'd have my gun shoved up in their ribs and they were like, hey, Steve, you know? And I'm like, man, <laughs> you like got a 357 stuck in your ribs. Like, you don't care? I'm like, I care.
0: <laughs> okay, so now, how how long were you on the show when you noticed your now wife who was working
1: there? Well, I was there before her. And like I said, the first time I ever saw her, I didn't even know her. First time I ever saw her, she walked on stage and she started briefing a guest. And I was like, man, who's that? And... So then, I liked her. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like right off the bat, I <laughs> was attracted to her. So like, she would. Uh, she was. She was. Were you an AP at the time? Yeah. yeah she was an uh, assistant producer. So she would like go all around the country, like do these shows, like. And I would always. So I was the director of security. So I would assign guys to go.
0: You mean like a live show?
1: No. What to, do you mean? To do like tape pieces, find people. Oh, oh, to find would, the they'd, people. Got They'd film Got segments and certain Got parts, it. and then okay. they bring them on the show. So whenever other producers went on the road, I would assign one of my guys to go travel with them. But when Michelle went on the road, I always assigned myself. And so that eventually, I told her I was in love with her. And wait, hold on, I
0: need to hear this. Yeah. So when was the first time that, you, like, that you got that you either said something or you made out? Or I need to know. The well, details. we were
1: very close friends for like two years. And the whole time that you're the friend, yeah. you know you're hot for her. Oh, big time. Time. so now
0: how do you play the friend who then becomes the boyfriend who then becomes Wait, the husband
1: well she was engaged to be married and i was <gasps> this in my, is so juicy yeah. okay. and i was i was married at the time uh-huh and but i like i knew i was done i wanted out and uh so we were on a remote down in florida and uh, i oh i got her wedding invitation to mail, that's what it was <gasps> And uh or save the date, save the <sighs> date thing. Oh,
0: God, and chills. I felt
1: sick to my stomach because I'm like, because we were we were very close as friends, but just friends, no fooling, nothing. And but she must she must have had a feeling. I liked her. Um oh you didn't?
0: She's here now. Oh,
1: really? See, I don't believe that, but because even her mother's her, even her mother, oh, your said, mother she's knew- like, This guy's in love with you, you know. And she's like, Mom, you're crazy, you know. But your mom was right so we were down in florida oh and we were doing a remote like we we're filming p- pieces of a show and then gonna go back to chicago and so after we got done i said man i gotta talk to you and she's like what you know and it's kind of like your show oh it's juicy scoop or something you know? she's like she's got good stuff to tell me and so we went to her room and i told her i go hey man i know you're getting married and everything but i go i gotta tell you this and uh, you know i'm in love with you <laughs> She was like, and we had never kissed, never held hands, nothing to that point. And uh, so then when we got back to Chicago. We went out for drinks. And, wait,
0: wait, stop. What yeah. did you, what did she say? Not
1: much. I thought I was going to get fired when I got back to Chicago. What did you, but have, I
0: have to know what she said. She didn't,
1: she didn't say a lot. Just thank you? Remember. Thank no, you, like, but I'm
0: going to have was, a dress fitting tomorrow? Like, I don't know. Yeah, get she
1: kind of like was stunned. <laughs> and uh, I really don't remember what she said, but I was nervous because I thought, She's gonna tell the boss and I'm gonna get fired. You know, like,
0: like, yeah.
1: She looked at me like I was crazy. And, uh, but then we got back to Chicago and we went out for a drink and we started talking. And
0: now, how far away is the wedding when you go out for the drink? It,
1: it was a good six months. Eight months. Yeah. Okay,
0: so it was far off. Yeah. Okay, and so you go out for the drink and then what happens?
1: Just talked for hours.
0: About, could you be a couple or what?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's that was so long ago, it's hard to remember what we talked about, but obviously it had to be about us being together. And but we didn't kiss for like two weeks. Like we kept going out, didn't kiss. Finally she kissed me and Oh, so she made the first move. No, no, no. I oh. did. Okay. So how did that happen? Oh, I don't remember. Come on. <laughs> I don't remember. Do like you I remember? know it was in my car. I do. Oh, remember in the that. car, that's yeah. hot. We went out we went out for drinks again and then we're in a car and I kissed her and And then we would have hours long makeout sessions after that. I mean, hours long, right? Like, just crazy. And now, like, but
0: just make out.
1: We probably now, in a course of a year, probably kissed like 10 seconds of pure passionate kiss, you know? And like back then, it was hours and hours (laughs) on the end, you know? So crazy. Oh my God. Okay. So
0: then she, when does she get the nerve? To end it with the fiance,
1: well, I, I, so like I don't remember the whole timeline, but we, so we started seeing each other, and she said, "You're you're out. Are you like you're not bullshitting me about your marriage. Like you, it's over." And I said, "Yeah, like I'm out right now. As soon as you say go," and uh, and she said, "Well, I'm gonna call off my wedding," and I said, "Cool." And that was that was like probably. A month or two after we started and like, then talking. when
0: do you guys come public with the people at work not, at for, the jerry's not, not for
1: a long time because this was in february that i told her i loved her and then like you know start kissing and stuff in march and then i remember <laughs> uh tracy our friend tracy was uh getting married she was jerry's assistant yeah and we're still great friends with her and she was get, she got married in august right it was around august and that's when we kind of went, came out, like, because there was a lot of people from the show. Right, there, going. And yeah. we were making out on a dance floor at the wedding. And people were like, they're together? And they're like, <laughs> they're like, well, the cat's out of the bag now. So, because, you know, we were working at the show and we didn't want people knowing our business. And, you know, so, but once that came out, then everybody knew.
0: And then, so then after a few years of you guys being out, you're still, you're, you don't have your show yet, you're still. Oh the, no, this was still...
1: years later. Cause we started seeing each other in 97, I didn't get my show until 2007.
0: So, okay, so for 10 years you're this character that we see, but you also are like separating the people fighting yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And so then when do you guys, when do you ask her to marry you?
1: Uh, we were together, we were living together for about like three, no two years. We were living together for two years, ninety seven to ninety-nine, and then we got married in two thousand.
0: Okay. I hate to make it about me. We were married in two thousand. Dad's a Marine. Yeah. Our <laughs> kids are the same power. age. Yeah. yeah, we got a You lot of have power. a 20 and an 18-year-old. Yeah. I have a 20 and almost 18-year-old. Yeah. Um Yeah, and then she, that and the fact that you guys work together. Yeah. And then yeah. she's the EP of your show now. Yeah. Um, okay, so now tell me about so you, you start having kids right? yeah, And then when does it come up that like we think that you could have your own show?
1: So I remember in 2002 there was something like a newspaper article somewhere like oh there's talks about Steve Wilkos getting a show and I taped the pilot it was called Stings it was like a hidden camera show and I was terrible in it like I'm sure we have a tape if we watch it now we'd laugh like I was brutal but (laughs) But that was the first time there was like some mention and, you know, we thought, oh, wow, if the Sting's thing goes, But, you know.
0: And this would be under Jerry's production company or was he part of NBC. it?
1: No, NBC. but it was Jerry
0: Springer no, part Jerry of really, it? He
1: didn't know anything. Oh, you okay. Know, he was just, he was really busy with his show. Okay. But the, the old EP and so we were doing stuff like that. But we always said it's never going to happen, right? Because getting your own TV show is like incredibly hard, you right. know. And I was nobody. I mean, you know, I was Steve from Jerry Springer, but even so. um, But then it got to the point where, like, you know, all shows end, right? Like, no matter who you are, your show's going to end. So, like, at that time, Springer was on air, like, 15, 16 years, and we're like, you know, we kind of need you to get a show. Like, we're talking to ourselves, you know. Yeah. And because, like, you know, we want to stay in this business, you know. So she would have been fine. She could have got another producing job, but. That would have been the end of the road for me. So, like, I, you know, when Jerry went on Dancing with the Stars, I ended up hosting the show while he was gone. And those shows rated well, and then the next year, Jerry was like, oh, you, you could host the shows. I'll take Monday off. You host the shows. And I got paid a little more extra money when I hosted the show, so I was like, oh, this is great. And I think NBC at that point became aware, of like, hey, we should give this guy a show, which was terrifying because – I didn't know what I was gonna do, and you know I was on this hit show, and then to go on a new show where it could fail, like a million shows did during right. the two thousands. But you know I have the secret weapon here, and your wife. You're right. So, yeah. and I knew I was gonna succeed.
0: Oh my god. Okay. So then, so then, it, it so then, you had your show while Jerry Springer still is happening, or so no. yeah. We
1: both saw uh, that was two thousand seven. I launched. And um, she was still on Springer, but she really didn't – was working on Springer. She was working on my show. And so Jerry would tape. Then I would come in and tape. Uh, we were all in the same office. A lot of people that were working on Springer were working on my show. So it was very meshed together, you know. Uh, and then we were we taped – me and Jerry taped those two years uh, in Chicago. And then we all moved to Connecticut, you know, when – economy collapsed and they put me maury and jerry all in the same studio in connecticut so i did my first two years in chicago with jerry and then me jerry maury all moved to connecticut in 2009
0: and now was there ever any moment where like there was any kind of weird competition or like people being like oh i like steve's show better than jerry and then like those fans would try to get in jerry's ear and be dicks about Uh it
1: no, because he was so established and such that's a big good. star. Yeah,
0: I mean, I would hope that wouldn't uh, be yeah. the case. Yeah, I mean,
1: listen, the guy was never not fantastic with me. You know, he yeah. was just always great to me, always rooting me on. That's awesome. You know, he Jerry, Jerry was such a huge star. He wasn't threatened by anybody, you know. I, I And even to this day, I've been on the air for 17 years. I'm never going to be as a huge star as Jerry. Like, that's – first of all, nobody is. Like, Look how big Oprah was. And I still say to this day, when Jerry was at his aunt, nobody was a bigger star than him, not even Oprah. I mean, we were like the Beatles, man. Like, we were in London, you know, doing publicity, and people would surround their car and start shaking it, man, like trying to turn it all, like, because he was that big, you know? Right,
0: it was just the show was just everywhere. Right,
1: right. And, you know, like they were putting him on at late night here in L.A.
0: Oh, I know. It was I used to watch it at night when I was single, and I I remember – at one point in my life I was going on all these bad dates you know I hadn't <laughs> met my husband uh, but I knew I wanted to be a mom and I remember I'm like you know what even if I just have to be a single mom and I just come home and watch Jerry Springer for the rest of my life I literally said <laughs> right, that I'm like uh, I don't care cuz yeah. it's like I'm still kind of happy just doing this so yeah. like we'll see what happens <laughs> but
1: like So yeah so there was never and listen the guy was I was super close friends with the guy like I loved the man um so there was no and and again, I'm terrified when I get my show, you know, because like, you don't know if you're going to get canceled, and it's tough. And you know, Jerry, he certainly never was threatened by me, and he was always so supportive and and just generous and gracious, and you know, the guy was wonderful.
0: So then, when does when do you, the wife who's here, uh, when does she then come in as the EP? Like, so how the far first along? the
1: first year of my show, and we were it was funny we were talking about that about. Like the first year on my show, they could just burn all the tapes. We're never Aaron those over again because she was an EP. It was our old EP. And I was produced in a way where I was just one level. All I did was yell and scream at people that first season. I mean, it was terrible. And I hated doing my show. I mean, I literally hated coming to work. Oh, really? And almost drank myself to death over the summer because I dreaded coming back for season two. Well, about a week into season two, that person got fired. And so he was running both the Springer Show and my show. So my wife was co-executive producer on the Springer Show at that time and had no title on my show, even though she was working on my show. So when they made the change, they came to her and they said, okay, you're going to be the new EP of the Springer Show, but we're not going to give you your husband's show. You're not going to get both. And I was like, Well, I won her. She's been working on it. And they're like, No, we can't have that. I'm like, okay. So I brought some other guy in that they said, Oh, this is gonna be a good guy, you know, and he and he was a nice guy. Like I met with them and they're like, How do you feel about it? I'm like, he's fine, you know. But it didn't work out. The guy they couldn't get together with the contract. Well, in the meantime, she was running my show and the ratings are going up.
0: She's running your show, but she's not running your show.
1: She's not. She's, she's running, title, show. But she's doing she's all running it until they can bring somebody in.
0: Oh, oh, she is now. Okay, right. Yeah. Okay, got it.
1: Well, it was like two months, right? It was around about that period of time. Well, I remember talking to our old president, Barry Wallach. I go, well, hey, man. Okay, this guy said no. I want my wife. And he goes, yeah, we're going to give it to you. She's doing a great job. And she's been the EP ever since.
0: And when you guys were doing both the shows... And you're getting the same kind of people that are like getting a fight. I slept with my son-in-law. No, not really. Totally different So now to explain how they are different and how it wasn't ever a conflict of like getting the gotcha people and who got it The Springer
1: Show was a circus. Okay. It's the strippers and everything, right? Right. Like love triangles and stuff. Where Rochelle made my show into, hey, we're going to take you as a policeman off the streets of Chicago and we're going to put you on stage. And you're going to deal with the same kind of stories you do as a policeman.
0: Okay, we're great. We're do
1: on the show. And that's what we've always done. So we were completely two different shows right from the get-go. Okay. Because if we, people thought that, you know, I remember like when I was out here in L.A. doing the press when my show got launched, people thought we were just going to be an extension of the Springer Show, like I would do a version of the Jerry Springer Show. Well, that's probably the quickest way to get canceled, right? Like yeah. do something that's like the same. So they decided, because really I had no idea what I was going to do. I was going to do what they told me to do. and. So she was like, eh, just you're a policeman and you're going to be a policeman on stage. And it's worked.
0: And so what are some of, like, some of the great stories of like, did you help someone? Or someone comes back like a couple years later and they're like, I can't believe it, but thank God I went on your show.
1: Well, not not so much specific stories, but I'll, I'll say this. Being on a spring show was the happiest, fun time of my life. Like, you know, we were together. We didn't have kids yet, so we were just... <laughs> No, but I'm saying we had no responsibility. My happiest we, time of my life we, was before no, I had kids. No, no, no. Yeah. I didn't mean it like that. But I'm yeah. saying you had no responsibility. Yes. We were just having fun, and we were like last night. We were done at eight thirty. Like we went to dinner. We go to Mister Charles. We're having a great time, and like oh, it's eight thirty. You know, like okay, time for bed. You know, like. <laughs> but back when we were doing Springer, we were you know we get done taping. We were out. We we're going to these parties and and bars and restaurants, and like no response and then, you know, sleep all morning and, you know, who's going to go get the McDonald's? That was our, so we had so much fun. Um, <laughs> right. I mean, we we're, were saying it last night, we're getting old now, but, but back then it was just, it was fantastic. So I, I forgot the question. No. Yet.
0: So were there moments, has anyone ever been on the show? And
1: Oh yeah. Oh, uh, I'm sorry.
0: So like those of me. where people come back and they're like, or or any follow-ups where you really felt like I really oh, helped okay. this person. So that was
1: my point I was getting to I'm, i am got a little sidetracked there.
0: When you're thinking about all the fun So when parties. I'm
1: when I'm having all this great time on Springer yeah. and you know, we're we're doing movies, right? Austin Powers and you know, we're do, you know, doing oh, yeah, all that's the, right. right. We're yeah. doing Leno and Latterman. So it was just a great time in my life, right? So but the other the drawback was when I'd be out in public, people would say Oh, what trailer park are those people from? And like, that's all you'd hear. What would they say? What? What trailer park? Oh, okay. Oh, where'd you find those trailer parks? Where do you get these guys? You know, and I always hated that, you know, because I'm like, they're just less fortunate than you. Like, maybe they didn't have parents or education or whatever, you know, but they're just, I had fun with all the people that came on the Spring Show. They were good people. But since we've done my show, I get lots and lots of emails where I get people coming up into my street. Hey, Steve, you changed my life. You got me out of a, you know, watching your show got me out of this abusive relationship. Your show gave me the courage to speak up that I was a victim of sexual assault, you know, things like that. So, you know, you go in and it's my job and I feel like I'm just doing my job. But when you get people that write into you or come up to you in the street and say, hey, man, I never met you before, but you changed my life. Like, that's so powerful to me. Yeah. It's such a good feeling that. You know, listen, we're an entertainment show when it comes down to it. you got to get ratings. you got to entertain. But when you do a show that people feel like it's impacting their life, it it does feel good.
0: And do you feel like once you had your own show, as great as that is, and then you look back at the times before you had all the employees, before you had the two main employees, your children, before you had all that, like... I can see why sometimes it's like, oh my gosh, when it was just show up and be, and then like not worry about letting this person they, well, go. Well, don't sell it yeah. You're not,
1: you're not, like when I was on Jerry's show, the pressure wasn't on me. I was number two. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, you have all this fun, no responsibility, and you know, drawing a pretty good paycheck. You know, when you get your own show, all the pressure's on you, you know, yeah. because you know what? If you fail, everybody loses their job. But it's Steve Wilkos got canceled. It's not Steve Wilkos and Steph got canceled. You know right? What I mean? Yeah. Like, so like, you don't want to fail like that.
0: And has that been? How do you guys? How is it working together with your spouse? Because I work with my spouse.
1: It's great for us. I'll, I'll just say that. Like, yeah. I know nobody's gonna have my back better than her. I know she's never gonna put me in a bad light. Like you know um and like even with my old EP like we clashed all the time you know butted heads I don't butt heads with her like I just do what she tells me to do because I know she's right then and she, she can tell you this like I'm one of the few TV hosts that I stay out of the way of my production staff like I don't try to put my input in like maybe sometime I'll read a story in a paper and say oh we should try to get this but that's as far as it goes and that's not very often so oh, as far
0: as like them like collect, the, getting the, the people the and shows
1: stuff. and w- what direction we're going to do this, you that. Leave that
0: up to the, that person's responsibility.
1: Uh, and that person's right there. And yeah. I just do what she tells me to do. And it's worked and it's worked very well for 17 years.
0: Um, So when you hear of stories like you know Wendy Williams, now she had the husband EP too.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know that did not work out. I knew Wendy really well, and I love Wendy. And and I know, and it's a shame. It's so sad. it's so sad. sad, What because she She, like she I loved her show. I loved her show. Like I don't watch daytime talk, but if I happen to come across her show, I'd watch it because I thought she was great and I loved her show was interesting. Uh, I met him; he was very nice to me. But like just from what I read, just from what I heard that's not the same scenario that we got going on. You know what I mean? Like, no. you know.
0: She doesn't have a lover living down the street.
1: She's not having kids with somebody, you know, I don't know. Like, hey, why well, are you getting a little chubby there? Huh? Yeah, she's yeah. No, yeah.
0: I know. And I, it, yeah, I, that's, it, just,
1: that's just crazy.
0: Yeah. I do think there is a stigma, a history with women who then bring their husband in and then the Hollywood people around because he probably
1: was not a TV producer when right. they got that show. She was a no, producer right. long before we ever got together. She's she truly is a producer, and that's the problem when you start bringing people on staff that you're related to to give them a job. And I think that happens a lot yeah. in this business. Yeah, you know, like people like our friends, people probably in our family. Oh, can you? We're like, no, man, no. That not. We're not doing that.
0: How do you say it? Like- no.
1: I have no problem saying no.
0: So, like, if somebody is, but what, it, to everybody? Because like, I
1: tell people, I go, listen, you're my friend or you're my family member, and someday I might have to jump in your ass and, you know, fire you or whatever. And I go, that would ruin our relationship. So, no, the answer is no, because eventually, you know, I might have to get in your ass, and you're not going to like that.
0: I I kind of am dealing with stuff like that, too, you know, that I've had my own show for a while, and even it's much more, obviously... Much smaller production and stuff, but it's the same kind of thing. Like, even if somebody was like, "Oh, you know, can my daughter or whatever work on the show?" I'm like, "Okay, but then you don't want that." I go, but then the daughter decides she doesn't like me anymore, or whatever. She does a
1: half-ass job, and you got to get rid of her.
0: I don't think she's great now. Like, I don't have that many friends, and I can't lose that many more. You don't want to. So, like, I. And it's sort of a bummer because it's like you would like to be that person that helps, but it's not worth it. It's it's
1: not a good idea.
0: Yeah, it's like the classic don't do business. So many
1: people we know would love to be my assistant, right? Because they think, oh, that'd be a great job. You know, I don't have to do anything. But like, (laughs) my assistant works hard, like, and there's a lot of things she's got to do, and she's got to be ahead of the curve on things and, like, you know, expect things and this and that. And, I can't have somebody just mail it in, man. Like you got to, you got to do that job and you got to work it, you know. And and if you don't do that job, I'm gonna be up your butt, you know what I mean? Like and you're not gonna like that, and I might have to fire you. And then guess what? We're not gonna be friends, or you know, you're gonna be mad at me. And oh well. So we just say no, no to that.
0: And, and did you ever say yes and then realize that you shouldn't, or that was always your policy from yeah, the we, beginning because you were in no, television, no. so you kind of knew the deal. We just
1: know. You know, they, listen. When I was the head of security on Springer, I heard some people that you know I was friends with, or even more, and it just didn't work out, and it was it was a bad idea. So yeah, I'll just leave it at that.
0: And what about your kids? Like, what is it? Did they go to school and people knew who their dad was, or that that element of like having a well, famous? Well, when they parent? were really
1: young, I think they didn't really understand it, and most kids. Didn't know, well, they, you know. It wasn't what I mean? a show they were but watching. But as they yeah. got older, I, m- I think my daughter was fine with it because, you know, we'd do things and, you know. It was kind of fun. It was kind of fun. And they got, my son, I never really, I, I think like I'd show up at his ball games and like all his teammates would be like, oh my God, that's Steve Wilkos. And I think he didn't like that. But now as he's gotten older and we'll go to, like he's a big Buffalo Bills fan. And I'm friends with Jim Kelly, who's, you know, Hall of Fame quarterback with the Bills. And I play in his golf tournament every year. And. He had us up to a football game last year and we sat in his box. My son's, you know, Jim Kelly's talking to my son and we're on the field and we go to ball games, and he gets to beat everybody. So now he's reaping the fruits of, you know, all this me being who I am so that he enjoys. But it's got to be tough to be like your dad, Steve Wilkos. You know what I mean? Like, And thank God I didn't name and my dad. Thank God my dad told me this. He goes, don't name your son after yourself, which was great advice. Because now my son would be Steve Wilkos. You know what I mean? Like, and that's not good.
0: My dad said that to us too. He was like, never have a junior. Yeah. And. um, Because
1: they don't get, you know, like my dad, my, I have a brother named after my dad. And, you know, my brother's nothing like my dad. And I think maybe my brother felt like he had to try to live up to my dad's name, you know, because my dad was this big, tough guy in the neighborhood. He was a cop. He was a paratrooper. And that's tough on kids, you know, to like live up to your dad's name, you know, and. So I'm glad didn't, I didn't do that with my son. My son gets to be the person he's meant to be. He doesn't have to be me. So, but it has got to be tough from the sense of hearing all the time, your dad, Steve Wilkos. You know what I mean? And I'm not even that famous. Like, I'm somewhat famous. But, you know, if you had, a, like, a really famous dad, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, if Michael Jordan, right? Like, his yes. kids are basketball players, or they were. And, you know, I know the ones dating Lars Pippen, which is, you know, but anyways, um, you
0: don't believe that relationship is gonna work. Well,
1: come on, man. If you're,
0: you know, Larsa uh, Pippen. Yeah,
1: come on. You don't think he wants to be? You on think the Real Michael Housewives Jordan's happy Miami? about that, no. or Scottie Pippen's happy about no. that? Like nobody's happy about that situation. And like, Except like maybe she weren't they like engaged or something? Now like, I
0: don't know. It's very, it's pretty serious. But like, yeah, yeah,
1: but if you're that guy, what are you doing, man? Have some fun, you know. Do whatever you got to do, but then move on, man. Get out of that situation. Yeah, like that's not good. No, so, that's not but that's good my less. point. Yeah. Like, you know, having somebody that's a famous parent, it's got to be tough. You do get some perks and benefits and things like that, but overall, you know, if you're hearing it all the time, oh, your dad's Steve Wilkos.
0: I mean, I'm I'm not as famous as you, and also my kids have a different last name because I keep my. But main if they know name. who their
1: mom is. But,
0: I mean, I just remember one time my. What <laughs> time? But we were passing Black China's house and she lives in this neighborhood. And my son just said, Mom, will will you ever get to a point in your career that you have to have an OnlyFans page? And I said We were talking never. about that this morning. I said, Never. <laughs> never. <laughs> never. We are fine. Yeah. No matter what happens tomorrow. I But don't what if you knew you could make a quarter million but Larsa, a month?
1: Larsa I'm asking you.
0: Um quarter know, million a month. No
1: cash you're getting no you'd still say no no what if it was a million a month no you'd still say no, no. A million bucks you make it no i'm very now. happy
0: with my life okay. i don't feel right. that I, okay i'm not that person right. that's like the ultimate is having the juicy scoop jet it's yeah. just not it's just that would I'm be at.
1: nice though because jerry had the jet So i still like,
0: think i would rather not have the jet and then just I, charter stuff i
1: don't know i'm telling you <laughs> I, I I traveled with Jerry when he was, became very big and we had to travel all the time. We're going to every market in America. And then he bought a jet. And I mean, I'll tell you, it was like life changing. It was unbelievable. It was fantastic. Well, do
0: you think you're going to get to the place of a no, jet? No, because oh. I'll
1: never make that kind of money.
0: But uh, yeah, and with with my kids, I mean, there was never- Yeah,
1: the OnlyFans thing. I'm joking around. I right, know, but Alarsa has the OnlyFans. If you're like, only your fans, husband yeah. and like me- I mean, I joke around. I was teasing my wife this morning. Maybe she should get OnlyFans. But like I would never want that to happen, obviously.
0: No, no. And I don't think and I I don't begrudge anybody that does it. Like, it's no, fine, whatever. You're not and, doing anything wrong. Yeah. And I mean, there was even a time where my, my my son was like, This was this was embarrassing but I'll tell you guys the story. So my son, who's 20, he does help with all the YouTube stuff, even though he's at ASU. And I guess I, I was filming something off the TV of, like, oh, my God, look what they're playing right now, like, on stories. Like, you guys have to turn to Bravo right now. It's the classic Real Housewives, whatever. And then I went and, like, went to do an interview. And I did not realize that when I was filming, the reflection of the TV, you could see my boobs. Uh, well, you didn't have a shirt on? I guess I didn't really have a oh, shirt on. okay. And... <laughs> And so yeah, that's, uh, right away uh, the fans start like DMing and being, cause they're like moms, So they're yeah. like, they know I wasn't trying to do some thirsty thing. Right. So my son sees it. All you his know, friends so he, get to see your boobs. No friends saw it. Nobody cares. His audience, friends. I know, but my audience is like 87% women yeah. and moms. It's like whatever. But
1: once his friends hear no, right. that they can see your boobs. Well, he took it down. They're going there. He took it down.
0: <laughs> and then he immediately wrote me and was like, Please be more careful mom when you're filming things. I told you how to do it on your phone. And then he's like And then he's like cuz he's finance major and he's very smart about money and he's like, "Listen, if this is the kind of content you'd like to pursue, there is a way we can make it very profitable." It like he was like joking, but it was And I was like, "Oh my god." So it and it was barely. You really couldn't see. Anyway, but it was but I think like I understand, I do hear that with like kids sometimes, even with my kids, they'd be like, no, you know, I don't want your help or I don't want you to do this. But now when it's like a Juicy Scooper is like, oh, I can get you with the good tickets at the ASU-USC game. Right. And then they're like, oh, where's the Juicy Scooper? I'd love to meet that lovely lady. Like yeah. it's all, you know, they get it. Like they get the yeah. perks of, there, but there's, of the life. there's two sides yes, to Yes, right? of course.
1: You got to deal with both.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I think what, what we do is not, you know, something that causes major, con- like major controversy. But no,
1: I mean, listen, I've been out for seventeen years, and you know, it's people are like, I've never had a problem in public, right? Nobody's ever come up and like, yeah, you know, nothing. Like, people are nice to me. I walk up. If anybody comes up to me, it's very complimentary. Nobody yeah. comes up and says you suck. You know right. what I mean? That never yeah. happens. So, people are always like, hey, we love watching the show, you know, this and that. I mean, one lady, one time I was flying to my uncle's funeral and I was in St. Louis, Missouri, catching a flight to Quincy, Illinois. And this woman's like, oh, you're Steve Wilcox. You know, I'm checking in. She's the airline person. I said, yeah. She goes, I don't like your show. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I'm paying to be on your company. I'm like spending money on your company. You tell me you don't like the way I earn my living, so. But that's like the only time it's ever happened. I have
0: people come up. And they th- they don't get it, but, but it's like it's like oh my god, I you know your what's her name, and I'm like yes, your you know, what's her name, yeah, <laughs> yes, I follow I follow you or yeah, whatever. I go like, yeah. oh thank you, and then they're like oh I just saw Amy Schumer and she was fabulous, and then I also went to go see you know all, these three other female comedians, and I'm like yeah. Uh, okay yeah they're all great. I'm yeah. glad you're supporting female comedians like. Yeah. I, it was like, like, why,
1: why are you telling me <laughs>
0: yeah exactly so I'm like alright you know sometimes people just don't get it and they're just or they always say um, oh my god hi can I get a picture my friends have no idea who, who you are they have no clue but I know who you are or if it's someone it's like or the
1: backhanded compliment yeah. you know
0: or the girl or the people will be like who like they're rude they're like who are you why are we taking a photo with you I'm like yeah. you don't have to take like don't, I'm not I'm not, asking, I'm not yeah. bothering you yeah,
1: yeah. You don't have to do anything. Get out of here. Yeah. People like sometimes are not aware of how they're handling situations. Yes,
0: and they're just like excited. Or you
1: know, it's funny because like when I was younger and like when I was on Springer, like we get a lot of ball players and athletes would come to the show and and I that was really cool for me because yeah. I went from being nobody to like I became friends with people that I idolized when I was a kid, like Pete Rose and people like that, Ernie Banks. And so but what really changed it for me was we were in an airport in um, Martha's Vineyard, and I'm sitting. We're waiting to catch a flight back to New York, and I'm sitting there, and Bill Murray is like standing in front of me, staring at me, and I look up and I, oh my God, it's Bill Murray, and he looks at me, and goes, I know you. And I get up and I go, yeah, my name's Steve Wilkos, I, you know, I'm from, I'm up from Chicago too, because he's from Chicago. And he goes, no, 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 you got a TV show. And I said, yeah, you know. And I said, oh my god, I, you know, me and my mom when we were kids would watch you. And so we start talking. He's very nice, very gracious. Meets my wife, meets my my kids didn't know who the hell he was because they were small at the time, but they might not even know who he is still. But we, me and my wife were very nice. He's a very nice guy. And I say, hey, Bill, would you mind taking a picture? And he goes, nah. He goes, you're on you're on vacation. I'm on vacation. He goes, let's leave it at that. And you know what? Ever, ever since then, I said, I'm not asking to take a picture with anybody ever again. Like, that's it. Like, that right there just said, nah, you know, we're in this business. Nobody wants to be bothered, so I'm never going to do it again. And that was it. That's
0: that's a really good point. I'm trying to think of the last – I don't think I really do it anymore either. Yeah. Like, if I see somebody or, like, we're out at dinner and you see somebody there and you're like, oh, hi, you know, I, I kind of – I, yeah, like what's it, what's it going to do for but me? Well, for me,
1: like, like I said, it was, for me, I was a cop. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I, it was funny. My electrician came over the other day, and uh, he was in the Marines the same time I was, and we were both, I didn't know him back then, but we were both in Okinawa, Japan together at the same time. And when I was there, this was 1983, the Happy Days uh, cast came over to, you know, the USO, and they were playing softball at all the different bases, and I remember, like, there was the Fonz and Richie Cunningham yeah. and, you know, M- Mrs. C. And, you know, like, like, those were probably the first celebrities I ever saw. Like, I didn't get to meet them, but I got, you know, it was very close to, you know, seeing celebrities, you know. So, like, that was like, oh, wow, you know. So then when I got on the Springer show and then, you know, I'm meeting, you know, Magic Johnson and Cher and, you know, all these people. Like, oh, my God, I was watching ever since I was a kid. And, like, I'm a huge fan of these people. You know, you want to take pictures with them. But then you realize, like, you know, people then start wanting pictures with you and you say, you know, not that, and I never say no to everybody. I've never said no to anybody. But, like, you kind of realize, like, when you're both celebrities, it's like, ah, what's the point, you know? Like, don't bother somebody that, you know. Right. And um, and, and it, it's, it's like, if they're cool, like, you know, I do Instagram and I'm, like, you know, building up my Instagram and all that. So it's like, it's, it's nice to put a picture. Like, yesterday I took a, Picture with Tony Braxton. She was super nice. You
0: know,
1: but like other than that, like Well, you better post our picture. You got it. Um but I'm never like if I'm out somewhere, I'm never gonna ask anybody for a photo. No.
0: Um now, do you ever look back like at your life and was there anything as a kid, and you mentioned you remember seeing the Happy Days people, like, was there ever something like almost subconsciously that you're like, I am shocked that I'm here right now, but I did always have a desire or I always thought about being like something other than- Well, I wanted to be a baseball player.
1: Oh, okay. I, you know, I grew up right down the street from Wrigley Field. I played baseball from the time I can remember all the way through high school. And I wanted to be a baseball player. And growing up, you, you think like, oh, I'm going to be a major league baseball player. And I'm going to be famous and I'm going to make a ton of money. Well, then you turn 18, and you realize that's not going to happen. So, you know, uh, I became, you know, like nobody becomes a Marine and a cop and think you're going to be famous. Like that's never going to happen. And if you become famous as a cop, it's usually for the wrong reasons, you know what I yeah. mean? Like yeah. you're involved in some bad stuff, you know what I mean? So, but I, it's funny because I remember when I was a rookie police officer, there was some uh, TV or film producer that asking to take pictures of cops. Cause they're like, Oh, we're just looking for like a new face. To... And so I was like, Oh my God, what if I got picked? You know, of course I didn't get picked, but you're thinking like, Ooh, we'd like to be famous, you know, like, and then I never, I never tried out to be in TV. I never auditioned. I never, you know, I still remember being like, we were doing Austin Powers too. It was me, Jerry, we're out in LA. And they give us this big uh, RV and it's loaded with food and drinks and, and I remember looking out the window at an RV, and there was all these extras lined up like cattle in this line waiting to do. The, and I'm like, I'm here. I'm getting a screen credit. Never asked for it. And I like, and then I got my own show. I never tried to get my own TV show. Never wanted my own TV show. I just got my own TV show. So in that regard, I've been very, very fortunate. Um, so yeah, I thought I, when you're a kid, you think, well, I want to be a baseball player. That's how I'd be famous. That wasn't going to work out. So, you know.
0: No, I just say that just because when I interview people that are like reality stars or whatever that have really made a good career out of it, but they weren't pursuing acting like I did, you know, before.
1: I never pursued anything to be, but but they do
0: have stuff like that where they're like, oh, I you know was obsessed with Madonna and I wanted I took singing and dancing lessons, but then I got married and I was really happy being a wife, but then the housewives came. Yeah, I was never obsessed with anybody but
1: sports. But there is
0: something in the personality that when the opportunity comes. They really are meant to be yeah. kind of a bigger version of themselves and like, and out. A well, I never famous. was a
1: wallflower. Like, yeah. you know, I was always kind of an outgoing personality, always kind of spoke my mind, said things that I probably shouldn't have. So, you know, that certainly helps in this business, right? Because if you don't have personality, you're not going to yeah. get very yeah. far. So that, that helped. And, but being a policeman really helped too, because like it gives you confidence and, you know, you just, you don't take shit from anybody you know well at least i didn't you know and you know you get in tv and you're not intimidated by anything like some people are, oh this is your big moment and everything but you're like eh, I've yeah did much you always
0: want to be you know mil- like i know you said oh baseball, yeah when i was a little kid i played with cop. gi
1: joe's and and you wanted, oh, to be yeah. a cop too? I wanted to be my dad okay yeah, yeah. so yeah I mean and I remember like and in high school your,
0: is your dad here still?
1: No, he passed away a couple of years ago. But
0: but he was able to see your success.
1: Oh, my dad. So my dad lived in Palm Harbor, Florida, right outside Tampa. And Tampa at the time, I think I air twice a day now, but there was a time I air three times a day. And my wife can attest to this. We would go down and visit my parents and my dad watched the show three times a day. And he was losing his hearing, so it was like a jet listening. <laughs> and I'm like come on dad can you put something else on like i don't want to hear myself screaming for right, three yeah. hours you know so but my dad like and wherever we went we'd be at a restaurant i was like you know my son is steve you know and and they would carry t-shirts in their car and they pass them out so i said I, I had like two old publicists you know down in florida you know telling everybody who their son was and but i love that my
0: parents were yeah. super proud
1: too oh, yeah and
0: i i mean it's It isn't a little embarrassing. Like I would, I'd be doing, so while I was pursuing acting and everything, I was a realtor with my parents, like residential realtors. And we would be like trying to get a listing, but my mom couldn't control herself. And she'd be like, you know, she was on Malcolm in the Middle last night. And I'm like, mom, (laughs) we need to act like we are real realtors. Like we're up against these other people, you know, but I was like, you're ruining the presentation, but she couldn't help it. So I love that. That's really And then my
1: mom would do this. We'd be out in public, and she'd say my name real loud, Steve. Steve, so let people yeah, would look. Yeah, and yeah. Oh, you know, and I'm like, Mom, would you please stop? You know, so.
0: Oh, I love that so much. Oh, my mom
1: would get so mad if nobody recognized me. Like we'd be out in like public, the, and but yeah, then like, what a waste of an evening right, out. Right, right, and then yeah. like somebody recognizes, she's like, Oh, okay, I feel better now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my God, I love that. Now, now, did your sibling? You only have one brother.
1: I have a brother two sisters.
0: Was anybody, is everyone loving that you're famous or are some people a little jealous? Not or little jealous
1: weird? or anything. I think they just, they roll with it. You know That's what I good. mean? Like for them, they're, it's it just, I mean, I think they're happy for me, but I mean, there's no jealousy. That's good. Uh, you know, my siblings are all, to varying degrees, they've had their own successes and their families and they're happy in life. So That's like, good. There's, they're not looking at me jealous of anything.
0: That's good. Yeah. And what is your advice to staying happily married for 23 years to the kids that are listening at home?
1: Find the right person. That's key. Because like <laughs> I said, I was married before and I was miserable. Yeah. Miserable. Hated. I mean, like, you know. But like when you meet the right person and you think a lot like, like everything that we do in life, like whether, you know, big financial things like a house or we're so like this, man. We make decisions fast and – we get along and, we, you know, we we just, I mean, I have no, we like last night, we had so much fun. It's just the two of us and we're laughing because we realize we're changing and we're growing older. And like, you know, we, like last night we're staying at the Mayburn, Mayburn, and sh- I smoke cigars. So she's like, oh, there's a cigar place. Uh, they got a cigar bar, you know. And so like, <laughs> this is so crazy. And you know, we're both come from nothing, right? Like, you know, we grew up on my grandparents' uh, building in the little apartment, and she grew up in a shoebox in Detroit, so we came from nothing. So, like, sometimes it's hard to get that mentality of always saving money and not spending money.
0: I, I totally can relate, because I'm the same. Right, yeah.
1: so like last night, we stayed at the Bayboard, Board, they have a, a cigar bar, and she goes, do you want to go there? She goes up, oh, can we? And he goes, well, it's $100 minimum, <laughs> I looked. I'm like, hundred dollars. We're going to bed. It's like eight thirty. Oh yeah. And she started, She goes, it's hundred dollars. You know, and I'm like, no way. You know, Let's just go to our room. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. It's a hundred bucks. What's the big deal? But I'm just like, hundred dollars. And then, like, we were laughing this morning because she wakes up. She's like, is it cold out? You know, and I go, man, we are becoming old people, like shaking our face. Is it cold out? And but so that so the key is we make each other laugh. I want to spend, like, when she, like, we're coming out here, and Sarah said, hey, we're going to L.A., I go, you got to come with, you know, because I don't want to go to L.A. for three days and not be with you, you know, and she came out, and I said, man, I'd be miserable out here if she wasn't here, so, and she's here.
0: I think the same thing, like, I think, you know, no, not every day is easy, I mean, for my marriage, not every day is easy, but, like. We do, we are on the same page about all those things, like, you know, like a house, a vacation, whatever. And, and spending, well, I would spend more if it was up to me. He's more conservative, but like, (laughs) finally, it's like a little bit, I would have an argument like that. Like, I'd be like, no, I am going to get the better glass of wine now. I've gotten the shittier glass of wine for 25 years and I'm like, what is ten more dollars going to do? If I'm only going to have one glass of wine, I want it to be Rum and I want it to be a delicious experience.
1: Last night we're at Mister Charles, <laughs> and she ordered uh, a bottle of Evian water. Was it Evian or Fiji? Fiji. Fiji. and she's like sucking it at that tank. She's like, we pay for this. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, I know. Like, I can't, <laughs> I can't leave. And them. we're not even paying for it because the show's going to pay for the dinner. I'm yeah. like, but she's like. But that's the old school mentality. That's growing right. up with nothing. It's like you can't leave anything to waste. Like
0: the doggy bags. Like they, our kids make fun of us. Like they're They're like mom. If you take those four pieces of Nokia home with you, I'm going to kill you. You're disgusting. I'm like I will eat it tomorrow. And oh, exactly. I am but there's it not wrong
1: the with that. Yeah. But like in our house, we moved from Illinois and we bought a nice house in in Connecticut, and we had this disgusting floor mat that like was in a. That would be like in your dentist's office. Okay. It was just like this black that did not go in our house law. And we had that thing for years. And finally somebody came to our house like, what is this? Like, this is like being a doctor's or a professional office. And we're like, oh, do you have an apartment here at our house? <laughs> like finally we got rid of the damn thing. But like, that's that's like our mentality, man. Like it just you know, and don't get me wrong. you know, we had a lake house, we have a very nice house we live in. You know, our kids get basically whatever they want, and we spend money on ourselves, but we do sock a lot our money away. And we yeah. always have because in this business, you never know when exactly when it's going to come yeah. to an end. But we sometimes you still like, Oh, you know, save that three dollars because you know, I'm not going to spend that three dollars, you know. So it's hard to get it's hard to get that out of your system when you grow up with nothing, right? You know, yeah, you're like, and I think that's a good thing because. I've known a lot of people in this business, whether it was producers, executive producers, uh, talent, that when it ended, they are like going to their friends with their hat in their hand. Like, can you help me out? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's never going to happen to us. Right. Once this is over, I'm not borrowing money or I'm not going to need money from anybody. Like, we've been very smart all these years. Like, for a long time, we wouldn't buy anything unless it was an appreciable asset. You know what I mean? Like- Unless it was going to make us money, we did not you know, spend yeah. that on, on that. So we've been very good. And like I said, I just never want to be in a position where you know I have to worry about money. But so th- the point is that'll never happen. So the day I die, I'll worry about money.
0: Yeah, but I getting back to like what you know, what is great is, yeah, and it's and it's important that then when your kids do get older and you realize more and more, it's just going to be the two of you, the friendship. And the fact that you can laugh and have something to talk about at dinner, and you know, people always say, you know, oh, it must be hard to work with your spouse, and it's hard, to, and it's hard to work with your spouse, and everything. But then I thought about it in a, in a positive way that I never had thought about before. I'm like, yes, but if you work together, you do always have a reason to be with each other, and you do always have something to talk about. So sometimes it would be hard where you're like, we got to turn it off, we got to turn off the talking about the business. But then. That does really kind of tie you forever. It does. Yeah.
1: And you do talk about things like that. Like, we'll get out and we talk about the shifting things in our business and certain things that are going on. But the other thing is, you know, we we work together, you know, obviously live together. But, like, during our regular days when we're not working, you know, I usually play golf in the morning. She's doing her Zumba or her working out. So we, we spend time apart you know what i mean yeah so do and, we
0: my husband gol- my husband's golfing right now he yeah, set you up and he's like yeah. i'm at him i'm gonna gotta go right. now so
1: <laughs> and she she you know we have our things like she'll do that and then we come home and then the rest of the day she's pretty much busy i'm snoozing and reading the paper on the couch or my chair but then at <laughs> night we're together right like we watch our shows we're together like so you know we we have our interests you know that we'll do our own things but we're together every day you know yeah and like i said when i travel if she's not with me i catch the first flight back like if she wasn't with me i'd be flying back tonight but we're gonna spend we're she's gonna see one of her friends and so we're gonna fly back tomorrow but if she wasn't here i'd be first flight out of here right after this interview i'd be gone but she's here and i'm glad because i don't want to be without her
0: well um i love that you came you're a total delight.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I'm
0: glad I got to meet your wife and everybody. So tell everybody where they, if they, maybe they've never really watched the show before and why they should be checking it out now.
1: Well, you should watch it because you want to keep me employed for at least four more years <laughs> so I get my son through college. So very least, even if you don't like the show, just watch the show. But no, <laughs> the show, listen, we do a different show than anybody else does on TV. Most daytime talk is celebrities and talking about their latest project. We do show where people are looking for answers and looking for justice, and we try to deliver that to them. We do a, a show that is very impactful. Um, but we're a syndicated show, so you gotta go to stevewilkos.com. You can check your local listings. But if you go to stevewilkos.com, we pretty you know you punch in where you live, and it'll tell you where to watch our show.
0: And what's your Instagram? Since you've been working, well, Well, my, you're personal, start working my the gram.
1: personal, there's the Steve Wilkos show Instagram. But I start personal one, and I really just did it because like. You know Fergie Jenkins, who was a pitcher for the Cubs. He's in the Hall of Fame. He sent me a box of cigars. I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. Like this Instagram is pretty nice. You know? <laughs> so like you know, so you get some some stuff and and you know you get to meet people and people kind of get to see a more personal side of my life with the Instagram. Um, so it's Steve J Wilkos. You know if you go on Instagram, it's Steve J Wilkos.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much.
1: And I won't pay the fourteen dollars for the blue check mark. I'm like no. Oh, for Twitter it. or for... for Instagram?
0: Oh, they're may... Oh, I already yeah. have my checkbook. Right. So, but yeah. I'm
1: like, I'm not. They're like, oh, you. I you're didn't even verified. know that. Just, that just that. started that? And I, oh. Yeah, and I'm like, no, I'm not paying for it. No, why <laughs> would you? Why? 14 bucks a month. That's 140
0: dollars <laughs> a year. Absolutely could... not. Put your foot down. Yeah.
1: I'm like, you believe it's me or not? I don't. Wait. Care. So
0: wait, did you do the hundred dollar cigar? Or you didn't.
1: No, we're gonna do it tonight though. <laughs> No, I it's, think you should. It's, it's, it's hundred dollars to get in. But you got, you got to spend a hundred minimum. But you can get a cocktail.
0: Minimum. You can get a cocktail and a cigar. Or, or dessert.
1: Well, the, you guys but will But first, make... like I heard like hundred dollars just to walk into a place. I'm like, I've never spent a hundred No, you're- your Okay, for anyway.
0: listen. The drinks are going to be at least $25, yeah. if not more. So you're going to each one and then the cigar- the well, is you'll probably make... 30
1: bucks. Of, yeah, yeah, you're going to make it no so problem. Yeah. Oh, thank God we figured this out. So we're going to do it. We but saved like, the trip. We were in So we're like that's what you're saying. Like we're in bed by like eight thirty. Like, what do we do now? You know
0: <laughs> Love it. Thank you.
1: Thanks for having me.